Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'm looking forward to sharing some 78 RPM records from my collection with you this hour, an assortment of musical treasures from the first half of the 20th century. We've got all kinds of things on today's program, dance bands, instrumental virtuosos, military bands, vocalists, the works. <laughs> and I hope you're going to stick around and enjoy listening to these records with me. We're going to start today with Ted Weems and his orchestra. This was made in Chicago on December 2nd, 1929. Parker Gibbs is the vocalist. I do like his singing. He just has such a cheerful sound to his voice. The song by Phil Baxter is called Harmonica Harry. <laughs> But you ain't heard nothing yet Tell a friend of mine you've met Personal? Wait till you see What a style is so easy and free Why I see him coming now We'll make him take a bow Step up and meet Harry Harmonica King You're gonna like Harry He plays a mean thing When he gets hot What a treat H-A-R-R-Y He makes the old train blow He imitates birds He plays a sweet solo Too pretty for words At each camp meeting He plays a hymn At all shindigs He's a shining gem That's Harry Harmonica King <laughs> I probably should have seen that coming at the end, but I didn't. I was too busy bouncing along. That'll definitely put a little bounce in your step. Harmonica Harry, Ted Weems and his orchestra, Victor 22238 from December of 1929. 
And that starts off today's edition of the Shellac Stack. For those of you just joining us, welcome. My name is Brian Wright. I'm playing 78s from my collection in this hour. And I do have a little bit of a theme on today's program. I'm not going to give it away just yet. We'll give you a few more selections to see if you can guess what it is. We're going to turn now to Roger Wolf Kahn and his orchestra, a recording from November of 1927. Franklin Bauer is the vocalist here. It's Victor 21078. And after that, we'll hear something from Louis Armstrong and his Hot 7, a recording also from 1927 made in Chicago. But first up, here's Roger Wolf Kahn and his orchestra. See if you can figure out what the theme is today as we listen to these next two. Thank you. 
You keen-eared listeners may have noticed that I had to restrain myself from divulging the titles of those two selections before playing them because I thought doing so might give away the game, might reveal the theme that I have going today, and I wanted you to have a chance to listen and think about it. We started that set with Roger Wolf Kahn and his orchestra, an old guitar and an old refrain that was recorded in New York in November of 1927, Franklin Bauer, the vocalist. After that, Louis Armstrong and his Hot 7, also from 1927, Ori's Creole Trombone. So, when you stack those two titles up and put them against the very first record in today's show, Harmonica Harry, what do they all have in common? That's right, <laughs> they all feature the names of instruments in the titles, and indeed, that is our theme on today's program. I got the idea last week while playing that 6 and 7 eighths string band record of clarinet marmalade, which ironically did not feature a clarinet at all, but it made me realize there are quite a few songs out there, especially in the 19-teens, 20s, and 30s, that feature the names of instruments in the title, and so I thought on today's program we'd listen to some of those. I pulled together, uh, oh, 14 or 15, we'll see how many we have time for, songs about instruments. We're going to turn now to Jenny Howard, a wonderful music hall singer from England. This was made in London in November of 1933 and released on the Eclipse label, number 566. Eclipse records were smaller than the standard 10 inches. I believe they're only about 8 or 9 inches in diameter. I'd have to pull out a measuring tape and, and make sure. But this song is called I Took My Harp to a Party. Here's Jenny Howard. Trying to reach her top notes. Ah, ah, ah. 
That evening at the bar And when right enough He was careful to suggest to them That if they found the hat of his Convenient to the door The more they put in Whenever he requested them The better would the music be For better in the floor With the tooth on the flute And the twiddle on the fiddle Oh, up and in the middle Like a heron on the griddle Oh, up, down, and around Crossing to the wall Oh, hadn't we the gaiety Of Bill the ball there was Mr. Dennis Dockerty who kept the running dog. There was little Crooked Paddy from the Tirralocket Bog. There were boys from every barony and girls from every art. And the beautiful Miss Brady's in a private ascent cart. And along with them came bouncing Mrs. Cavity. Little Mickey Mulligan was also to the fore. Rose Suzanne and Margaret Dorafferty. The flower of Andrew Gullion and the pride of Petrobor. With the tune on the flute and the twiddle on the fiddle. Oh, up and in the middle like a heron on the griddle. Oh, up, down, and around, crossing to the wall, oh, hadn't we the gaiety at Bill the Fruiter's ball? First little Mickey Mulligan got up to show them how, and then the widow Cafferty steps off to make her bow. I could dance you off your legs as she is sure as you are born, if you'll only make the piper play, the hair was in the corn. So Phil plays up to the best of his ability, the lady and the gentleman begin to do their share. Faith and Mick, it's you that has agility. Begorra, Mrs. Cafferty, you're leopard like a hare. With the tooth on the flute and the twiddle on the fiddle, oh, up and in the middle like a hare and on the griddle, oh, up, down, hands around, cross to the wall. Oh, haven't we the gaiety at Phil the Fruiter's ball? Then Phil the Fruiter tipped a wink to little crooked Pat. I think it's nearly time, says he, for passing round the hat. So Paddy passed the corbin round and looking mighty cute. Says you got to pay the piper when the tooth is on the flute. Then all joined in with the greatest joviality. Covering the buckle and the shuffle and the cut. Jigs were danced of the very finest quality. But the window met the company and handled in the foot. With the tooth on the flute. And the twiddle on the fiddle. <laughs> Up, down, and the rhyme, cross into the wall. Oh, hadn't we the gaiety until the blood was With the toot on the flute and the twiddle on the fiddle. And <laughs> Phil the Fluter's Ball is the name of that one by Brian Lawrence with Fred Hartley and his quintet. A little out of character for the other Brian Lawrence records I've come across. Of course, he was a prolific vocalist, but I guess I associate him most with those Records uh, that sound kind of like the Quintet of the Hot Club of France that he made in the mid-30s. This was issued on the Rex label, on a wonderful green label. U397 is the catalog number, made in London in about January of 1936. And before that, from November of 1933, also recorded in London, Jenny Howard with I Took My Harp to a Party. Up next, as we listen to songs about instruments, we've got the piano in the center spotlight. Henry Lang is the pianist here for something composed by Roy Bargy, who was for years a pianist with Paul Whiteman's orchestra. 
for that matter, so was Henry Lang. He played with Paul Whiteman. This is Brunswick 2344. The title of the tune is Piano Flage. After that, we'll hear from Erdody and his Pennsylvania Hotel Orchestra, another Brunswick record, from May of 1921, Mellow Cello. Not to be confused with the song Mellow as a Cello that Joe Venuti recorded with his small group in the mid-1930s. No, this is a different tune. The composer credit says Moray. I'm going to guess that was Neil Moray, a.k.a. Charles N. Daniels. But let's just have a listen to these, starting with Henry Lang and Piano Flage. Thank you. 
down in Dixie lived on Uncle Joe. Down in Dixie, that's the place to go, where you sure will hear some music grand. Sweetest melodies in all the land, well, every night beneath the southern moon, Uncle Joe would play a raggy tune. Things begin to hum when he starts to thumb a rag upon his old banjo. When Uncle Joe plays a rag on his old banjo, everybody starts swaying to and fro. Mammy waddles all around the cabin floor, yelling, Uncle Joe, give me more, give me more. Now the folks come to running when they hit that sound, singing and dancing till they shake the ground. When Uncle Joe plays a rag on his old banjo. Outside the cabin door, you'll see things that you never saw before. Shuffling wing steps and the ginger reels. Old ones, young ones are kicking up the heels. Well, Uncle Joe keeps the playing all the while. Raggy tunes and in the latest style. Go on, Uncle Joe. Keep on, Uncle Joe. A plunking on your old banjo. And Uncle Joe plays a rag on his old banjo. Everybody starts swaying to and fro. Mammy waddles all around the cabin floor. Yelling, Uncle Joe, give me more, give me more. Well, the folks come running when they hear that sound. Singing and the dancing till they shake the ground. And Uncle Joe plays the rag on his old banjo. Go to it, Uncle Joe. Some player, Uncle Joe, eh? <laughs> <Did> he is. <laughs> Ain't he great on that book arena? <laughs> you have some player. Mm. <laughs> when Uncle Joe plays the rag on his old banjo, everybody starts swaying to and fro. Mammy waddles all around the cabin floor. Yelling, Uncle Joe, give me more, give me more. Well, the folks come to run when they hear that sound. Singing and dancing till they shake the ground. When Uncle Joe, blinkity blink, plays the rag, blinkity plunk on his old banjo. There's a record pairing two of the most prolific recording artists of the first decade of the 20th century or so. Vocalist Arthur Collins, joined by banjoist Vess L. Osman. That was when Uncle Joe plays a rag on his old band Joe. And Arthur Collins certainly sounded like he was having fun on that. <laughs> Victor 17118, that was recorded in Camden, New Jersey, June 3, 1912, making it the oldest record on today's shellac stack. But not by much. Before that, we heard from Erdotti and his Pennsylvania Hotel Orchestra. Erdotti made a handful of records for Brunswick in the early 20s. All very solid efforts. That one was called Mellow Cello, and I looked it up while it was playing. It was indeed composed by Neil Moray, better known as Charles N. Daniels. Well, I don't know if he was better known as Charles N. Daniels, probably better known as Neil Moray, but in any case, it was the same guy. He also wrote Chloe, Song of the Swamp. Um, I think he wrote Ready for the River and uh, even got credit on Scott Joplin's very first published rag, original rags, back in 1897, although how much he had to do with the composition or arrangement of that is still up for debate. Starting off the set, we heard from pianist Henry Lang, Brunswick 2344, from October of 1922, Piano Flage, a difficult piano novelty by Roy Bargy, played very well there by Henry Lang. And I think Brunswick actually let out two different takes of that, 
recorded on different days and with some subtle differences among them. I think I have both of them. Uh, this was 9086, the matrix number for those keeping score. <laughs> I know I know you are. Well, up next on today's survey of songs about instruments, we'll turn to Red Nichols and his orchestra, a variety record. Uh, that is to say, the label is Variety, which was led by Irving Mills. Variety number 545 from March of 1937. The three Songies are the vocalists. Kind of wish they had come up with a better name than Songies, but <laughs> so be it. It's called Troublesome Trumpet. Here's Red Nichols. <laughs> Thank you. 
just play it easy and slow. My love, I can't forget, can't lose the blues. something a little different from Bert Ambrose and his orchestra, recorded in about 1947, issued here in the States on London 108. That was called Swing Low, Sweet Clarinet. Bit of an unusual selection. I didn't want to repeat Clarinet Marmalade since I played that on last week's program, so I chose this as our clarinet selection. Before that, Red Nichols and his orchestra from March of 1937, the three songies singing on Troublesome Trumpet. You're listening to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'm playing 78 RPM records for you. If you're enjoying the program and you'd like to write to me, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. You can also reach me through the contact form on my website, shellacstack.com. And a few months ago, I did set up a Patreon account. If you'd like to help support the Shellac Stack, if you'd like to help me cover some of the costs involved with producing and bringing this program to you, I would greatly appreciate it. You can find out how to do that for as little as just a dollar or two a month at patreon.com slash shellacstack. Again, that's patreon.com slash shellacstack. You'll also find a link to the Patreon page wherever you find this podcast. So I hope you'll check it out. And if you feel comfortable doing so, send a, a few bucks here now and then and that'll help me uh, keep the lights on, so to speak. So thank you for that. Okay, we turn next to two records about violins. I've been trying to feature totally different instruments with each record, but violins are sometimes known as violins and sometimes as fiddles, and really there's not much difference uh, anatomically, so to speak, between a violin and a fiddle. They're the same instrument, it's just a matter of how they're played and how they're called. Some people might tell you that the bridge of a fiddle is... Uh, filed down just a bit to make it easier to play multiple strings at once. 
I've not really noticed that that's the case, but uh, we'll, we'll just add that in there as a bit of trivia in case you want to take it. We're going to start with Prince's Band, a recording made in New York, January 13th, 1913. A selection by Ted Snyder called The Ghost of the Violin. After that, Leon McAuliffe and his Western Swing Band bring us The Twin Fiddle Rag, Columbia 20646 from August of 1949. So, uh, a tip of the hat to the violin now, starting with Prince's Band. Thank you. 
about that? Leon McAuliffe and his Western swing band with Twin Fiddle Rag from August of 1949. Quite a departure from Prince's band, what, nearly 40 years earlier in January of 1913 with The Ghost of the Violin. I'm going to send this next record out to my friend Gary over in Illinois. He's written to me a number of times in the past and indicated a special liking for the records of Raymond Scott and the Raymond Scott Quintet. One time I played Bumpy Weather over Newark and he really latched onto that, so we'll see if he likes this one. It's called Peter Tambourine, Columbia 35585 from April of 1939. It's another Raymond Scott composition, as you might guess. After that, we'll hear from the Williams sisters back in 1926. This was recorded at the Webster Hotel in Chicago. Hannah and Dorothy Williams will give us Sam, the Old Accordion Man, Victor 20452. But first up, for Gary, here's the Raymond Scott Quintet with Peter Tambourine. Thank you. 
Clever vocal arranging, I think, on that record by Hannah and Dorothy Williams, the Williams sisters, Sam the old accordion man, the pianist was somebody named Wayne Allen. Sorry, I can't tell you much about him. That was recorded in Chicago in December of 1926, and before that, the Raymond Scott Quintet from April of 1939, Peter Tambourine. We have time for one more record on today's Shellac Stack program. Before we get to that, as always, I want to remind you, you can reach me by sending an email to shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. Or visit the website www.shellacstack.com. And there's a handy contact form there where you can reach me if you have any comments, suggestions, questions, or requests. Okay, the last record today comes from a group called the Cavaliers. That's how they're billed on the label. It's really a Ben Selvin orchestra. Columbia 2279 from... August 20th, 
30, so this record is now 90 years old. It's called When the Organ Played at Twilight, and this will wrap up today's survey of songs having to do with instruments. Here's Ben Selvin. a song that lends itself to many different interpretations. Ted Fiorito's music made a really nice recording of it for the hit of the week label at about the same time as a really bright foxtrot, but here we heard it played as a waltz by Ben Selvin's orchestra under the pseudonym of the Cavaliers, and unfortunately the vocal group on that hasn't been identified, so I can't tell you too much about them. That was When the Organ Plays at Twilight from August of 1930. And that's going to wrap up this edition of the Shellac Stack, where for the past hour we've been listening to records with 
instruments in the song titles. I hope you've enjoyed this past hour, and I hope you'll join us again next time for more 78 RPM records on the shellac stack. Until then, I wish you a pleasant week. Take care, and bye-bye. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.